Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Glad to see my family. And um, 
It's always such a treat. So she's been excited, I've been excited, and we're just, you know, ran at the airport, jumped up and down, hugged each other. It's just such a delight. And, of course, you know, the girls, I've got two daughters, 10 and 8, they're just so tickled and they're all excited. Um, It was my daughter's, uh, my 7-year-old's 8th birthday yesterday. And um, so it's just a beautiful and wonderful time of year for us, and we get to celebrate it at home. And, of course, because we are below the equator, unlike the weather in the United States, it is summertime, 80 and 90 degree temperatures. We are in flip-flops and sundresses. I can't tell you how happy I am to be home. It is sunny and absolutely gorgeous. Well, I could talk all day, but we digress. Our topic today is the power of touch, which I thought would be a great topic for this time of year. Have you ever wondered why people generally like to touch each other so much? Why do so many people hug each other when they see one another? Why do people in some cultures kiss each other when they meet? What's that about? You see it even with animals, babies cuddling with their parents. And in fact, the um, picture that I used for this particular post is a, is, is a pair of animals that are cuddling. You see it all the time. Sometimes if you watch the uh, Good Morning America and shows like that in the morning, uh, and sometimes even on the news, you see they, they go out to the, the, the zoos, and or you see these safari shows where you see the lion cubs and they're cuddling with their mommies and they're cuddling with their daddies and they're playing, lots of contact. You see the monkeys cuddling with each other and 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 pictures after pictures, images all over the place of of of, of human beings and animals. We just love to touch. We love to cuddle. What is that about? Why is that? Why do we have such an instinctive desire to touch and be touched? Is there value in touching and being touched? Or is it just something silly that people do? This is what we are going to explore today. If you have never heard this, uh, of this book, it's quite a fascinating book, written by the author Gary Chapman. And as I recall, I'm going by memory now, but I think Gary Chapman was a... Um, He's a pastor, but I think he's also uh, a, a very, very accomplished marriage counselor. And he wrote this book called The Five Love Languages. Now, the premise of this book is that every human being experiences love in one of five ways. And the the value, when it really works, is that somebody learns to love you in the way that you experience love. And when love goes wrong, sometimes when we don't feel like we're getting the love that we need, it is because whoever is giving us love is not doing it in the way that we need to experience it. So what are these love languages? There are five of them. One is words of affirmation. Some people experience love when they are verbally affirmed. Oh, honey, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so thrilled that you helped me with the kids today. It really meant a lot to me. Oh, uh, my boss, I am so delighted that you gave me that bit of coaching because I really needed it and it was so helpful. And here's how I applied the coaching that you gave me. That's words of, that's words of affirmation. 
Acts of service is another one. Some people experience love when you do things for them. So when, you know, the the husband goes all out on the wife's birthday and he orders a limo and he takes her out, whisks her off to this lovely place for dinner, and clearly he has taken a lot of time and, and a lot of thought in planning special experiences for her. That is something that could be acts of service. Or it could be just as simple as the wife who feels loved because her husband came home and took the baby while she went and slept or so that she could go to the spa or just so that she could take a load off. It is the husband who feels uh, grateful and loved when his wife says, oh, honey, don't worry about the cars. Let me go get the cars washed today. Why don't you just hang out and watch football? Ha! Imagine that. So, Those are acts of service. It's things that you do for another. It is when you hold a door open for somebody who has their arms full. It doesn't have to be a love situation. It's just the way that some people experience love and expressions of love. Another um, love language is receiving gifts. That's a simple one, right? So I went to Jared. I bought my, my, my beloved a diamond, and boy, was, you know, she or he thrilled and tickled. Or I just bought a card that just said, hey, I'm thinking about you, and I left it on her uh, bedside, or I gave it to her when we went out to dinner, or I ordered some flowers, and I had them sent to the office, or maybe it's a guy, and I ordered uh, some edible, an edible arrangement, and I sent it to his office. Quality time is another love language. Quality time is um, one that actually a lot of women really, really enjoy, which is I'm not watching TV. I'm listening to you. I'm looking into your eyes. We're having a conversation. I'm actively participating in the discussion. I'm actively listening, and we are having a lovely time. We are going out and we are going on a date and we are doing things that, you know, loving couples do. We're going to go ice skating. We're going to go wander around the Mall of America and we're going to look at the ice castle because that's what people do when they're on a date. And it's all about, and it's not sitting together watching a movie or sitting together watching TV. It's interacting, it's talking, it's being present with one another. Then, of course, there is the fifth love language that we're going to talk about today, and that is physical touch. Physical touch is simply the idea that individuals feel feel loved and comforted by being in close physical contact with one another in various ways, holding hands, hugging, kissing. It can include sexual intercourse, but physical touch between couples can vary a great deal, and there's a lot more to it. Um, before you ever get to the sexual intercourse. In fact, I would argue that that's probably a pretty small part of it. Um, But physical touch between couples can vary depending on what each individual in the relationship is comfortable with. So what is the big deal with physical touch? Did you know, and I'm going to warn you now, that I'm going to throw out a lot of studies your way because it turns out there have been a lot of studies that have been done on this topic, and they're actually pretty fascinating because it's kind of, um, you know, it's sort of a squishy topic, right? You know, uh, the power of touch, really, you know, what's so great about touching? But actually there have been studies that, that we're going to talk about that demonstrate that touch actually makes a really big difference. 
So, first of all, studies have shown that human contact actually has a lot of health benefits. And there are physical benefits, there are psychological benefits. Experts say that the right kind of touch can lower your blood pressure, it can improve your outlook, it can even make you better at math, did you know? And there is a, um, there are ways, we'll talk about these ways, to turn up your tactile, uh, the tactile in your life. For example, you know when you're at work and you're all tense and someone comes up behind you and rubs your shoulders or rubs your back, you know how good that feels, right? And you just want to close your eyes and roll your head around and moan with delight, oh, that feels so good. Don't stop. Don't stop. You know that feeling? And, and, And all they're doing is just rubbing your shoulders, but yet it's just such a release of tension and stress. And, and and it's not just that a back rub feels good and picks you up when you're feeling tense or under the weather. Apparently, uh, a uh, lady by the name of uh, Dr. Tiffany Field, uh, who happens to be the dire- director of the Touch Research Institute at the University of Miami, Dr. Field found that a back rub can also boost your immune system and help you recover sooner when you are sick. I know. In 2004, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill did a study and discovered that sharing a love seat with a partner for 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, lowered blood pressure in premenopausal women. That study also found that women have reduced heart rates when they get lots of hugs. So if you're wondering why you get all dreamy when you sit next to your beloved and just hang out and cuddle, it's apparently because it really does make you feel better physically. According to the American Psychosomatic Society, a hug or 10 minutes of holding hands with a romantic partner can help reduce stress and its harmful physical effects. It has also been shown that a couple who hugs for 20 seconds has higher levels of oxytocin and that those who are in a loving relationship exhibited the highest increase of oxytocin. Other studies have found that touch helps asthma, eases migraines, and leads to a more restful night's sleep. And if you don't have a beloved, a significant other, a better half, don't despair because hugs, don't have to be from a romantic partner. I hug my kids every night at bedtime and every morning when I see them off to school, and it feels absolutely wonderful. I had a Christmas party uh, this this past month, and uh, one of the main highlights of the evening for me was that I got to hug every single person. I think I had about 17 people who came to the house. I got to hug every single person who came through the door, and I got twice the number of hugs, right? Because I got a hug when they arrived. I got a hug when they left. Nobody got as many hugs that night as me because being the host, I get to hug everybody. It was great. And apparently we enjoy this kind of contact because the touch of a friend even has been found to be as helpful 
as the touch of a partner. You may be, uh, you may have heard that there is actually such a thing as National Hug Day or National Hugging Day. This holiday was created by a pastor, Reverend Kevin Zaborny. I hope I said that correctly. And it is celebrated on December 18th. Even though it's not a public holiday, we get to hug each other. So December 18th, 2013, folks, I want you to run around hugging everybody. And, and if they ask you why, that is your one excuse. And you say, well, it's National Hug Day. Give me a hug. This holiday apparently has been around actually since 1986 and has spread to multiple countries, including, of course, the United States. It was scheduled on December 18th because that was um, estimated to be the midpoint between Christmas and Valentine's Day, and it is presumed that that is when people are at their emotional low. So it's intended to be a pick-me-up between the time that, you know, you're sort of sitting there and not feeling so lovely. Now, the point of the holiday is to help everyone show more emotion in public. And, by the way, if you're sort of sitting there thinking Christmas and Valentine's Day, how is that December 18th? Honey, I don't know. That didn't make sense to me either. But, hey, it is what it is. But to celebrate this holiday, we are supposed to offer a hug to anyone and everyone that you like. So, Uh, That is your excuse. In contrast, now that we've talked about all the benefits of of hugging, in in contrast, adults who had no contact with people tended to have, in studies, higher blood pressure and higher heart rates. Who knew? Another benefit of physical touch It can make you smarter, and as we found, it can reduce your stress. Researchers at the University of Miami did a um, study where they had people do a difficult math problem and then had them do it again after receiving a chair massage. Well, wouldn't you know it, post-massage, the subjects showed an increased speed and accuracy in solving the problem, as well as more pleasure in the task. Thanks to the reduction of stress. Author Decker Keltner, Ph.D. of the University of California, Berkeley, discovered that athletes who frequently gave each other high fives or a good job pat during games do better in team sports than the one who don't physically interact. Uh, Dr. Keltner basically calls it smart touch, encouraging pats on the back, friendly handshakes, and playful fist bumps. All of this is valuable physical touch. And there's more good news about touching. Scientists are discovering that you don't have to touch another person to receive a sensory lift. Actually, you can go and try this. If you're feeling kind of blue, kind of down, cradle a steaming mug of coffee or tea or something hot, hot chocolate, hot something in your hands. And if you're like most of us, apparently, it will put you in a more generous and happy mood. In 2008, a Yale study by a social psychologist named Dr. John Barg discovered that people tend to think more warmly of others if they're holding something warm 
And if you ever watch the body language of someone holding a warm mug of coffee or tea or cocoa, you know it must feel good because they have a tendency to to hold it with all ten fingers and thumbs, right? And so you've got, you know, this little mug and you've got all these, hand, these, these, these hands surrounding it. And sometimes they kind of curl their back over it and hold it protectively as if they're afraid somebody's going to come along and snatch it out of their hands. It feels good. Why? Apparently because a warm touch seems to set off the release of uh, oxytocin, a hormone that helps create a sensation of trust and reduce levels of stress hormone cortisol. There was a different study that discovered, associated with this topic, that if two people shook hands after one of them had been holding something warm, the other person typically was more likely to have a favorable impression of them as compared to, for example, shaking somebody, uh, shaking somebody's hand when that hand is cold. And I confess, this is a problem for me, actually, because I always have cold hands and feet. So whenever I know I'm going to be networking or in a, an environment where I have to shake a lot of hands, <laughs> I actually try and go find a warm mug or something hot to hold um, before I run around shaking other people's hands. But, hey, I digress. Um, the other value of touch, it can deepen your relationships. And if you think touching is just for chicks, hold on to your seat because I'm about to change your mind. Here we have another study done in 2011 by the Kinsey Institute for Research in Sex, Gender, and Reproduction. They polled more than 1,000 men and their female partners in five countries about the power of touch. And guess what they found? They found that for men between the ages of 40 and 70, regular cuddling was more important than sex. Wow! Thank you very much. Let me say that again. They found that men between the ages of 40 and 70 said that regular cuddling was more important than sex. What about that? And ladies, I am here to tell you that if you've never met them, there are men out there who are very affectionate, who will hold you and touch you just and just deeply enjoy that kind of contact without it having to go further. It is a delightful place to be, I must say. So back to the Kinsey study. It found that the more men hugged and kissed, the happier they considered their relationships to be. Isn't that amazing? When you have that guy who says to you, oh, you know, when I think of you, I just smile, hug him, kiss him, hug him and kiss him some more. So if you want a happier relationship, ladies, try closing your legs and opening your arms. Lots of hugging and kissing is very good for the relationship. And frankly, it's fun. Picture it. You gaze into each other's eyes, you prepare for the first soft contact, and then you just melt into each other and really enjoy it. And you snuggle and you put your head on his chest and he wraps his arms around you and he kisses your forehead and you just feel so safe and so warm and so secure and it's just wonderful. Turns out it doesn't just feel great, it's actually good for you too. One study, uh, on one study, a team of researchers led by Christopher Oves from Harvard 
interviewed 69 couples about times in their lives that had been difficult. The couple sat side by side, and the researchers' preliminary finding was that the couples that touched each other more tended to have greater satisfaction in their relationship, even as they were talking about times that had been really difficult for them. Now, if you have ever been in a relationship with someone who was not affectionate, you really understand the concept of the importance of touch. What researchers were not sure about was really which comes first, the touching or the satisfaction. My personal view is that you have to start with two people who both want to be affectionate, and that helps build the relationships because then every encounter is positive and loving. And it becomes a virtuous circle, right? We feel good about each other. I feel good about my beloved. And so when I see him, I want to touch him. And when we touch each other, we feel good about the relationship. So we keep touching and we feel, and we keep feeling good. It's 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 well, it just kind of continues, right? So this is the good stuff. And for the most part, you know, we're talking about non-sexual contact, holding hands, caressing each other, petting, placing a hand on your partner's back as you go through the door. This is the beneficial contact. It doesn't have to be complicated. The critical success factor here, though, is to have frequent doses of touch and affection. It's a little bit like exercise. If you don't do it on a regular basis, the effects will go away. In recent years, some researchers have started to pay more attention to the effect that different kinds of touch has on relationship. Even even brief touches like an excited high five, a warm hand on the shoulder, a caress, all of these things can communicate a wider range of emotions and gestures and expressions in ways that words cannot express. You can deepen relationships by spending more physical time, more time in physical contact. If you don't believe it, think about all the cuddling that happens between healthy parents and their babies. I had a mom tell me once with a guilty look that whenever her toddler fell over or hurt himself and started crying, she felt a ripple of joy run through her because she could run over, pick him up, and this was just as an excuse to cuddle for a good few minutes, kiss the boo-boo, coo, and just be a mom in the way that, you know, moms like to be. And personally, I think it's a it's a secret among mothers. I think a lot of moms feel this way. And now that we're hearing these studies that talk about how dads really love, how men really enjoy um, cuddling and affection, you know, I'm I'm thinking that maybe it could be that dads also enjoy that cuddle time with their kids because um, all of us need it and all of us love it. Long before babies understand words, they respond to cuddling and hugging and caressing in positive ways. You pick up a crying baby and you stroke their back and you coo and you say good things to them and you put their and you put their little face up against your cheek and you hug them real tightly. Doesn't work all the time, but it does work sometimes where they will stop crying unless they're hungry or unless they're wet or something else is going on. Students um, in another study who received a supportive touch on the back or on the arm from a teacher were nearly twice as likely to volunteer in class compared to students that did not. Research at the University of California School of Public Health 
found that getting eye contact and a pat on the back from a doctor could boost survival rates in patients with complex diseases. What about that? A sympathetic touch in another study um, found that a sympathetic touch from a doctor leaves people with the impression that the visit lasted twice as long compared with estimates from people who were not touched. Research by Dr. Tiffany Field of the Touch Research for Institute, I uh, talked about her earlier, demonstrated that a massage from a loved one not only eased pain, but also soothed depression and strengthened a relationship. In a journal called Emotion, and you'll find the link on the posting for this episode on www.thespeedwayshow.com or just speedway.com, in this journal called Emotion, Mr. Krauss, and his co-authors, Cassie Huang and Dr. Keltner, reported that with a few exceptions, good teams tend to be touchier than bad ones. The most touch-bound teams were the Boston Celtics and the L.A. Lakers. Um, interesting, right, because they are and have been for a long time two of the league's top teams. At the bottom were the mediocre Sacramento Kings and the Charlotte Bobcats. And if you're sitting there going to Charlotte, who? That is just my point. The same was true, more or less, for the players. The touchiest players were Kevin Garnett, and even people like me who don't really follow basketball know who this Boston Celtics star is, um, followed by Ford's Chris Bosch, uh, who plays for the Toronto Raptors, and Carlos Boozer of the Utah Jazz. In the brain, prefrontal areas which help regulate emotion, um, touch can relax, freeing them for... Uh, other primary purposes like problem-solving. In effect, the body interprets the supportive touch as saying, I will share the load, and then, of course, it's not so daunting. Could the amount of touching be a contributing factor to these teams' overall performance? Well, the answer is maybe, but the researchers aren't quite sure yet. Dr. Krauss acknowledged that the study fell short of showing that touch caused better performance, so they still have more testing to do in this arena. Now there's the question of how to touch. You heard me say a bit ago that the kind of touching that we're discussing isn't necessarily sexual, right? So you might be thinking, well, what kind of touching is the right or good kind? Well, I'll tell you, it's not that there is one kind that's better than another. It's just that there are different kinds of touch, and they all work really well in the right circumstances. I have a link to a book on the posting for this episode on uh, speedway.com called Sexual Awareness, Your Guide to Healthy Couple Sexuality. Interestingly, in this book, the author explores five different kinds of touch. He calls them gears. One is affectionate touch. This is what you do when you get your clothes on, you're holding hands, you're hugging, you're kissing. We don't consider you know, affectionate touch sexual, but what this book suggests is that actually this, too, provides a crucial basis for making an intimate connection. Another second kind of touch is sensual touch. This is non-genital touch uh, or pleasuring, and uh, you might have your clothes on. It might be semi-clothed. It might be nude, but it can include uh, a head, a back, or a foot rub, cuddling on the couch while you're watching a DVD, uh, being in a position of trust where you feel safe and connected, being held. I love being held. This is one of those, uh, that is sensual touch. C- 
cradling each other when you go to sleep or spooning or when you get up in the morning. Sensual touch is an integral part of the overall experience that a lot of couples need and enjoy. Then there is playful touch. This is a combination of, you know, it could be genital touching, it could be non-genital touching. Uh, semi-clothed or nude, playful touching could be uh, touching in the shower, or touching in the bath, a full body massage, uh, dancing, seductive dancing, erotic dancing, you know, pool dancing, <laughs> playing games like, um, oh, poker, twister, these kinds of opportunities for playful touch really enhance the sense of sharing pleasure and being playfully unpredictable. Another kind of touch, this is, of course, we get, you know, we're sort of moving up the scale. This is erotic touch. So this is non-intercourse kind of touch, manual, oral stimulation, rubbing. Um, these are These are, you know, different ways to express vitality, creativity, unpredictability. And, of course, erotic touch can lead to intercourse. Not too much to say about that, you know, the sort of ultimate, you know, intimate expression of touching, if you will, that human beings know how to do. Uh, although I would say that, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't get that other stuff right, if you don't get the um, the affection thing right, you are much less likely to get to the intercourse if you've got uh, a partner with whom you are sexually active. Did you know that touching, uh, and you, you probably knew this already, but uh, especially if you work outside the home or interact with a lot of people, and that is that touching can be persuasive and it can influence people to be more agreeable with you. In a 1991 study, researcher Hornick had students randomly touch shoppers as they entered the bookstore. This is a light touch on the upper arm that we're talking about. Shoppers who were touched browsed longer in the store, did more shopping, and had a higher overall evaluation of the store. Likewise, they did the same experiment in a mall, and what they found was that shoppers who were touched were more likely to agree to a survey request. They also saw the task as a bit less of a burden compared to shoppers who were not touched. In 1984, Crisco and Wetzel found that a touch on the hand or shoulder significantly increased uh, the patron's willingness to tip, so you're more generous when you tip if you are touched. And um, this was particularly um, strong. This effect was particularly strong when the touch was relatively unobtrusive, right? So this isn't something that makes you kind of go, hey, you know, why are you touching me? Uh, and, and, and they called it the Midas touch. So effective was it. The influential aspects of touch also include getting things for free. Researchers have demonstrated that bus drivers are more likely to give a passenger a free ride if the passenger touches the bus driver while making the request. What about that? Touch is certainly persuasive and influential. People who are touched end up being more agreeable in better moods and see requests in a more pleasant light. Touching other people makes them want to help you or agree or do as you ask. Imagine that. Another recent study found that when librarians pat the hand of a student checking out a book, the student says he or she likes the library more and is more likely to come back. So what does this all mean? Apparently, if you want to make a request of someone, you should touch them before you ask. Now, don't run off and start groping people, and certainly don't come back and blame it on me if you do. But the research uh, 
have found that a touch on just on the hand or the upper arms or something innocent and 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 quick and unobtrusive is is all that we are talking about. So examples, how can you use this? Well, um, think about this. Uh, touch your lover's shoulder or back as you ask them to buy you a drink, dinner, or a present. Give your mate a quick snuggle and a kiss before you ask them to take out the trash or tackle those dirty dishes. They're much more likely to do it. Rub a partner's back before making a gesture to get more intimate. If you want your kids to do housework, hug them before you ask them. Hi, honey, I'm so glad you're home. Hug. Would you mind doing the dishes? Sure, Mom. See, this is the way it's supposed to go, right? You're more likely to get a second date if you touch your new love interest while you ask. What about that? You are more likely to get your husband to make dinner, take out the trash, help with the kids if you touch them while you ask. Now, you remember me saying the Speedway Show is an idea exchange. What I've just shared with you are the results of my research that I did for the show. So I cannot personally vouch for all this stuff yet. Although I have to say, I am not going to go off and be more intentional about touching people to see if I get these kinds of results. I do remember going to the movies once with a boyfriend who didn't touch much. So he sat in his seat the whole time, didn't reach out for me, didn't lean over my way. So he just sat there and watched the movie. And I remember thinking, wow, this is not a lot of fun. Needless to say, um, that would be an ex-boyfriend now. (laughs) Later, fast forward, I had a first date with a guy who doesn't watch a lot of TV, and he remarked just in passing that, in his opinion, the main benefit of going to the movies is to cuddle. And so um, he he never knew it, and I never told him, but that was the moment when he said that. That was the moment when he got a second date. All that to say. Make sure you rub your lover the right way. Find excuses, opportunities, reasons, ways to touch the people that you love and care about as often as possible. Get comfortable with it, enjoy it, and increase your ability to persuade. So now we talked about National Hugging Day. Well, did you know that in addition to that, June 20, the day after the Juneteenth celebration, is National Public Displays of Affection Day. This is the day when we get to celebrate our proclivities to grope, fondle, tongue-kiss one another in public and in front of disgusted and head-turning strangers and pointing children. Who knew? So we've actually got two days in a year where we celebrate touch. So... How does this relate to social media and the workplace, you might be wondering. A large majority of the connection among young people today in particular is done through social media instead of real physical contact. In addition, in response to compliance and legal issues, both schools and workplaces have really instituted clear restrictions over physical contact. So what does this mean for all of us touchy-feely human beings? Well, In our desire to have this politically correct and safe social environment, um, or at least an environment of instant communication, we've kind of lost sight of the most important aspect of human development, and that is physical touch. An editorial article uh, on the site The Week examines whether social media like Facebook is causing people to be lonelier. I posted a link to this article on com, so you can go and look at the posting for this show and you will find it. Or maybe the issue is that lonely people are turning up uh, on places like Facebook and, and other social media sites to try and address their loneliness. 
So whichever way it's working, the clear message is that we are becoming lonelier than ever despite all these artificial ways of connecting to one another. What is up with that? So what to do, what to do. You've heard the studies. Now you have to go do something about it. That's what I would suggest that you do. And um, we're going out with uh, this brings us to the end of our show. And uh, you give some thought to all this stuff about the touching and so on. Um, we're going out with Ed Jordan and Shalusa with a, another song. And uh, this is the African rendition in honor of the fact that I'm in Zimbabwe and Johannesburg this Christmas. Uh, thank you so very much for joining me on the Speedway Show. Thank you for another phenomenal year, uh, a successful year for the show, where we did many, many wonderful things that we'll talk about uh, on next week's show as we celebrate the new year. And uh, you'll recognize the song as soon as they start singing. But this is the, uh, this is B.Y. saying, Merry Christmas. God bless you. I hope you have a phenomenal Christmas season. Tell Jesus happy birthday uh, on the 25th. There's some who would say, wow, that was really not his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just when we celebrate his birthday. So tell uh, the Son of Man, as he called himself, happy birthday. Go in peace and do lots of touching cuddling and hugging with your family and loved ones over this Christmas holiday. Thank you for joining us on The Speedway Show. Visit thespeedwayshow.com for content and other episodes. Join the fan page at facebook.com slash thespeedwayshow. And follow Speedway on Twitter at the handle thespeedwayshow. Until next week, live well, live fully, and love deeply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.